To the anniversary, the big finale. This is episode 22 of TV Donut, series one, coming to an end. I'm Piers Ray. Joining I'm, me. I'm Saskia. Good evening. I'm Hannah. Hi, guys. Welcome. Uh, today, we picked one of the best shows we've ever picked for the season finale. We watched Sons of Anarchy. Uh, I think we can all go out on a limb here. I mean, I know that Hannah loves it. I know I love it. We've both seen a bit of it before. You've seen all of it. I've seen a couple seasons. Saskia, the newcomer. I had seen none of it, and holy shit. <laughs> so angry. Yes. Holy shit, you're so angry. Explain yourself. They're going to think you hate it. No, it's... Uh, uh, I know I'd been wanting to watch Sons for a long time, because, but I've always heard... Because I told you yes, that it was... One listen, of my favorites, but... There were times when I was obsessed about this show. I would tell everybody to watch it. I would buy it for people like that is not even a joke i would buy the season one dvd and send it to my friends because i just like couldn't believe how amazing it is hold on so not only you did this more than once oh yes that's cool yes i like that. i was all about it and i have to tell my friend stephanie is the one like i had been hearing about it hearing about it but didn't have fx obviously which mm-hmm. is the network it was airing on and it was right when fx was sort of starting i think yeah i would imagine and I just had heard through, you know, as you do, like, this new show, through and everyone grapevine. was talking about it through the press, and and then my friend Stephanie actually watched it with a friend, and she told me, like, you have no idea, dude, like, immediately, and I actually went and rented it from a video ah. store. That's how I watched it. <laughs> and I've been obsessed ever since. Favorite things about it? Charlie Hunnam. Oh, God. Amazing. Yeah, he's got a huge fan base. He uh, was on the original British version of Queer as Folk. Uh-huh, which, which you also, love. Uh, I've never seen the British version. I oh, the American, the American version. Yeah. And he was on Undeclared, Jed Apatow's really? uh, show. Yeah, he played the, I think he was not playing the Australian guy. I tried to watch Undeclared roommate. for maybe four episodes and I could not. Oh, I love it. Is he Australian? No, he's British. Oh, that, oh that's too funny. But uh, Somebody was just saying to me, they'd just seen this for the first time. They were saying he had like a Heath Ledger quality. Yes, definitely. Totally see. This guy's all over Pinterest. Uh, it's so weird when you don't realize the, the accents they have. And he was not... supposed to be uh, Christian Grey in Fifty Shades of Grey and then dropped out at the last minute because he had to start filming it the next day after the finale of Sons oh, Jesus. was done. Mm-hmm. And he felt like he just couldn't handle it. Which, you know, is fair. Mm-hmm. And then we got Jamie, Jamie Dornham, who was the star of the last show we watched, The Fall, who took that role from him, which is a weird coincidence. Another eerily attractive guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hard to call him that when he's a serial killer, but... I'm going to say off the top that I, I'm not... I think Kurt Sutter is great. He's mm-hmm. the writer and creator of this show. He spent years writing on The Shield, mm-hmm. and every main cast member of The Shield appears at one time or another on Sons of Anarchy, including one of your favorites, Does that mean... Walton Goggins. Yes. Uh, spoiler alert, he plays a transvestite. Oh my god. And he has amazing breasts. Uh, my understanding, god damn. I think yeah. that's the only reason he got onto the show. 
was like originally him and Michael Chiklis weren't going to appear on it. Yes. But Goggins like, well, everyone else is on it. I want to be on it. And uh, he said they wanted to change his appearance so that he wouldn't be associated with the character of Shane, which he was so <laughs> known for before he did Justify. Yeah. And I mean, he's now he's got all these incredible characters that are kind of under his belt and they're so different from each other. He's such a talented actor. He is incredibly but talented. But it's very strange to see him as a woman and 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 not believe him, but I mean just like get sort of lost in that character of what she's dealing with and yeah. she gets into a relationship with one of the sons. I'm not going to tell you which one. Yeah, oh leave it open for Saskia. Gonna, uh, yeah, Saskia is on board now, which I've been trying for so long, so I'm going to try and keep the spoilers light. I always the one of the reasons why I imagined the show to be even darker than it is and i just expected like 50 minutes of complete depressing horribleness and no there's so much comedy in both of these episodes there is and, and we it will was... get into it like the deer under the pool table was hilarious and in the yeah. bmw and like all of half sacks stories were great but what i wanted to say was it's not perfect there are seasons that I was disappointed in. One of the major flaws of the entire series is Charlie's reappearing and disappearing accent. Ah. He struggles at times. And respect to him, the show is hard and he works hard and I love him mm-hmm. as Jax. But He's there great. are certain times when you definitely hear his English accent. And there were even parts of both these episodes, which I'm surprised you guys I didn't, I didn't, didn't pick up on notice because he for sure slipped a couple times. And you can tell it's like probably when he's tired and they worked a long ass day and it's just like and he knows it. He admits it in interviews and he's talked about it before, but it's just it it's definitely an issue. I'm gonna be watching for that now yeah. when I re when I review it. Is there anything we want to say before we start talking about the pilot? Uh, well, you're talking about how the, like everyone from the Shield has been on this. Yes. Uh, sign of a great cast. It's a lot of Deadwood three, people multiple as well. Exactly. He's a huge Deadwood fan. And and uh, another act, an actress oh, yeah. who's got a great Andrea Mateo from Sopranos. Yeah. Didn't yes. know she was. It's I... Drea. Drea. Adriana. Oh yeah, yeah. No, but her. Oh yeah, Drea. Drea de Mateo. Yeah, she's she another person with a Jack's huge Jack's ex-wife, Wendy, Wendy, who's a drug addict <laughs> and pregnant. Very similar to a character on The Sopranos in many ways. Yeah. Uh, not not in personality, yes. but just in those like those big broad strokes where that she's uh, an addict. She's a very gangster. She's a very different on Sons for yeah, sure. Totally. Yeah. Very, and she's in and out. She's not a a constant cast member on the show. There. She involved one of my biggest surprises about the finale. That she was still there? Yeah. yeah. I, I was completely sure she died in the fina- in the pilot yeah. at the end. Well, yeah, it looks, she looks like she's on her way up. Yeah, she's like, there. Definitely, and I, based, well, pretty much through the whole series, but not all the time. No, I no. didn't, yeah, I never heard that she was in this, which is why I was like, oh, she may just be in this one yeah. episode. Nope, she's not. Okay, so let's talk about the pilot. It's called Pilot. Again, no title. Uh, it aired uh, in 2008, September of 2008. When a rival club cleans out and then destroys their illegal arms warehouse, Sam Crow executes their own sense of justice in retrieving their guns. Meanwhile, family issues take center stage with a medical emergency involving Jax Teller's newborn son. Mm-hmm. That's pretty spoiler-free. Yeah, it is. It's a good description. Yeah. So I wrote down basically everything. So I'm going to try and follow your guys' lead of what you want to talk about or thought was interesting. I pretty much wrote down everything as well. talk about it scene by scene. I wrote down everything. I would like to hear your version of it, Saskia, because you're coming to it for the first time. 
Well, I, there was also many times I'm like, what's happening here? Yeah. Is this what's going on? I have a lot episodes, of question marks. I wanted to ask you guys, the first, the pilot opens on the, a black crow mm-hmm. yes. in the street. It's eating something. A, a Sam crow. Yes. And uh, and then the, the finale. finale opened on a white, was it a dove or a pigeon? I couldn't figure it out. It's a, it's, I think it, or I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a pigeon, but then I thought maybe it's supposed to be a dove, like to represent kind of peace and. Yeah, the two like sides. One is of... death and one is. I don't well, even know. Well, doves and pigeons, the difference isn't very big. I feel like they're but symbolic. Same animal, and huge... well, one of them is dirty and lives on the street, and the other one, I don't. I'm not sure. The other sure one's uh, beautiful is... and elegant and well colored. And they're also cleaner, and I feel like they're not as common. Yeah, so I think it was a pigeon, though. It must have been. It yeah. was a white bird. I know that. A it was dove? really interesting. And then the both episodes, the pilot and the finale, ended on a very similar tableau mm-hmm. of Jax, Gemma, and Clay. Yeah. Their, their little family. Yeah. Which is... Again, uh, stuff like I would never notice if I wasn't just watching them back to back, that those scenes and images are all deliberate. And imagery is a huge part of the show. Like... I don't know about Lost or shows other shows like that, but if you're paying attention, if you're watching these shows over and over again, you're going to see so much detail going on it's in been, the background. In the background, in the tattoos. Yeah. Like, yeah. the tattoos are hugely important. Amazing. They represent different... Uh, every gang has their own language Absolutely. built into them, which is very cool. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, we open with Jax. He's riding his motorcycle. Amazing. Both episodes. Black Keys song, mm-hmm. which I love the... Kurt was a huge proponent of them before they got famous. Mm-hmm. So there's a ton of Blackies in the first season. Such a good song. And then, yeah, we find out... Oh, yeah. I love the scene in the convenience store. What did you think of that about um, Louise? Oh, yes. She was this young girl working behind the counter. Jax walks in. She, like, pulls her shirt down a bit so her boobs are a little bit more visible. And then she makes a joke about how he... It would be cheaper if he bought condoms in bulk yeah. yeah he she buys one pack yeah at a time to keep himself humble he that's, says yes yeah <laughs> that's a recurring motif in both episodes is that women love jack yeah and i mean yeah, fair enough he's so gorgeous it's like freaking unbelievable it's yeah, like so there are pack so many scenes of him taking a shower in this show oh well yes yeah. yeah they really lean it into it really happens a lot and it's Phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Big fan. But imagine all that time putting on all those tattoos. Holy cow. That's, yeah. Oh, so that's much time in the that. makeup chair. So, yeah, he's in the convenience store. And then, yeah, their warehouse explodes. And well, so she, she slips a kid's book in his Yes. He takes bag. He's looking at it, then he leaves it behind. And then, yeah, she puts it in there. And she says like, it was her favorite. Yeah. Because he's going to be a daddy soon. Yes. Yeah. Our first. That's our first hint. Yes. I, yeah, I... Again, was like not remembering what happened in the pilot. Was thinking that he already ha- that Abel had already been born, yeah. and um, so we, we didn't really get we didn't find out that he's about to be a daddy. Just that he, or he may be a daddy. Yeah. is maybe or you know or whatever. He has this kids, kid. Yeah, knows. exactly. And that's the great thing about the show is like they release information very slowly, and you have to just keep putting it all together. And no one explains anything to you about anything that's happening. Yes, you just really got to jump in and go on the ride, and it feels stressful sometimes Mm -hmm. it throws you right into the action and i I had no idea what was going on i wrote down i don't know what happened here (laughs) but i know now having finished it and watched the other episode yes are you speaking of like the 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 warehouse yeah it's like what is even happening here i assumed they were our guys because you wouldn't imagine 
people pretty much the first people to meet are are right. antagonists. Antagonists. I'm like, like what like what you what can tell you... from their jackets is the is like the only real clue given in that sequence. I don't think they mention the sons. They don't mention that like what they're doing. No. We, we see that they're wearing Mayans jackets. Uh, and they do the they do clue. say that they like one guy asked what to do is like take some of them and burn the others. Yeah, so the Mayans they raid the sun's warehouse where stole they were M4s, which putting I the later. guns together, yeah. And they, they stole the M4s and the Glocks. Mm-hmm. Most of the Glocks. Which are the guns that are useful to them, and then they say burn the rest down, just you know, so they can't have them. We mm-hmm. don't need them, but they shouldn't get to have them either. And then unfortunately we see that there are a few women who are hiding beneath the warehouse. They're like illegal workers who sleep there at night. Yeah. They assemble the guns during exactly. the day. Exactly. And... and the Mayans blow the warehouse up not knowing they're in there. I don't know if that would stop them if they did know they were in there. It's a good question, actually. And Does um, that make make the make it worse? Do you want to avoid having bodies to your name at all costs? Well, yeah, you it's also their want... warehouse, right? So it it's might true. even be better to like cause them the problem right mm-hmm. the sons are the ones that are gonna have to explain why there's two dead girls and in that, the bottom of their warehouse and they could they wouldn't have left them alive you can't have witnesses exactly they did they saw them exactly so yeah those poor two two poor young girls burned to death yes Ugh. and all of the sons show up and they are talking to the cop who they have in their pocket obviously who's telling them like yeah we can pretty much keep this under wraps paperwork wise but Everybody saw that explosion, so mm-hmm. you can't you can't work here anymore. This is just not going to work out for you. No. You're going to have to move. So we know that the Suns basically control this area. Yes. People get jammed up in this town. They don't go to the cops. They come to us. Let's do it. Charming treats the Suns like heroes. They've got the fire. They've got the police in their pocket. They give them extra money money to get the uh, fire department on side. So everyone's up for sale to the Suns. Yeah, in they're charming. all they're they're they saying that it was uh, that it was an accidental fire, but propane explosion or something. They yeah. know it was burned down, but they're saying yeah, yeah, and yes. then they agree to get rid of the the bodies um, once. The, the place is clear because no one but the cop that they have in their pocket knows that there's two dead bodies in there. They just put out the fire. Yeah. So we know right away that the police are disposing of bodies for this motorcycle club. Yeah. Which is crazy. Well, no, the sons are the ones that have to go back and and, and remove the bodies, right? Or did they tell the cop? No, to they do tell it? the cop to get rid of. Them, I believe. I think so too. Doesn't matter. Okay. Either I, way, yeah, it's messed up. I think up. you might be right. Uh, they briefly talk about Leroy. He's the leader of the Niners. Uh, it's Leroy. 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 I, no, I, I, it was because My I was bad. like, what the hell Leroy. is Leroy? And then Leroy. I wrote it down. Like, I'm going to read that out as Leroy. <laughs> Not a motorcycle gang, just a, a street gang that they sell weapons to. Yes. They, yeah, they're, they're, they deal heroin. That's right. Yes. And all the gangs in Sons of Anarchy pretty much are divided along either racial or political lines, I guess, if you consider the Nazis to be a separate gang. And they, yeah. they are. Yeah, well, basically, there's the Suns, there's the Mayans, who are both motorcycle clubs, and there's yep. the Niners, who are all the black guys, and then there's Darby's crew, who are, yeah, they're white supremacists, basically, and, and they also sell drugs. So they, they're they competing. It's like a, a four-pronged thing, and like two against two, but then they all working together, so it's like there's a it's always a problem. Yeah, it's just constant criminal care. And it's I think it's a great idea to introduce the Nazis right away. Yeah. Because uh, they're, they're set up 
as as being like a they're Nazis, so we know they're terrible. Yeah. They're heavily tattooed. They're they're shown as they're drug dealers. The sons don't and deal Darby. Drugs. It's it's Mitchell Fle- Pelegi. He's from uh, the X Files, right? Yes. Ah, yeah. yeah. He's an amazing actor. He's so good in this series. He's fantastic. But he's a great villain. If you have two two gangs that are supposed to be representing this one area, yeah, like and they're the, the they're the two white gangs. So you have the sons, and then to immediately make the sons look slightly better, better. Yeah. you put them right next to the Nazis yeah. and show them beating up Nazis, which right. is fantastic. Because you have to have the center of your show be someone that they can root for. Yeah. yeah. And that is a huge um, job for Kurt Sutter because these people do horrible things. Yes. But they, you, they do have Jackson, who you see both right from the very first episode, struggling with what is becoming with this gang and yeah. what they're coming to and well, he wants to well we also find out with the book and his father wrote a book about the fall of yes sam crone well, how he that's the central mystery yeah of, of the, the whole show, thing and really. i feel like it's that that relationship between jackson clay mm-hmm. clay played by ron perlman who yes is, who is jackson's stepfather currently the head of the sons of anarchy motorcycle club yes married Pre- to jackson's mother jacks refers to it says it's it's tough to be king and yeah. that's how we know like okay this man's in charge and yeah. then he says you remember that because of course he doesn't want jacks dethroning him anytime soon and he's struggling because his hands are really arthritic Mm -hmm. and once you can't ride a motorcycle anymore you don't have a seat at the table your vote doesn't count yeah so once he can no longer physically hang on to that bike he's going to have to step down and that is his nightmare Mm -hmm. what else has he got yeah and depending on who you ask the whole entire story is either loosely or exactly based on Hamlet. Oh, right? yeah, so totally. It's, you know, Jax's father dies or is murdered. murdered. We do not know. There are several and hints in these episodes that made me think he was murdered. His, um, you know, his br- quote-unquote brother mm-hmm. marries his wife and raises his son. And there's a whole scene in, in this episode where Gemma says, you know, make sure he, he follows in the right father's footsteps. Which was one of the harshest things you could ever say. She is, I wrote in my notes, like, she's crazy. She's evil. She's, like, yeah. actually evil. And she's, and she's one so of badass. the main people we're supposed to root for in yeah. this series. She's, she's so the great as an actress. of Kurt Sutter, the creator of this show. Like, it is, it's, there are not a lot of female characters like Gemma I almost bought a shirt online once that said, what would Gemma do? Yeah. <laughs> Katie Seagal. I mean, Katie Seagal and Ron Perlman oh are my both God. perfect And Futurama and Married with Children. Oh, like, you look at the other work that she's done, it is, she is just, whew, again, like, she should have all the Emmys. Like, I, I never understood. They ne- None of these guys ever got nominated. They never won. I was just talking to Saskia about Shameless. Like, I don't understand how every one of those kids doesn't have an Emmy on their shelf. And Lip, especially. And they never got nominated, not once. Like, Joan Ugh. Cusack is the only one that's won an Emmy for that show. Because none of those people actually know what they're doing. It's oh, the so yeah. Or any of them. Well, we could do any a whole of the stupid top award five, shows. Top five shows that should have won all the Emmys that didn't get any. We could do one of those sometime. How about top five worst award shows? Well, yeah. <laughs> How do you choose? Um, by, by a level of corruption? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's a great scene, like I already mentioned, Hapsack. Uh, there's a beamer with a deer through it, and he has to cut through it with a his chainsaw. His name is, is that his, his nickname? Yeah. Hapsack? Yeah, yes. that's his like club name. Do you you guys want to tell them I why never... his name is Hapsack? Because he got half of his sack blown off by a IED. Yep. So also Which he pulls he's out. ex-military. Yep. 
And they... He was in Iraq. And we find out that, well, And he literally, also, when he tells the story, pulls his pants yeah. down to prove it. Yeah. And then at that moment, Clay and all the top guys walk in and see his junk. Beat and they it. are not stoked about that. They have, and they've so seen it before. there's constantly, like, little scenes like that that are going on among all of the insane, like, drama and, like, life and death seriousness. And that's what keeps it a little bit light. But it, it gets insanely violent like it just gets more and more and more violent every season and it, it sometimes it's very hard to watch yeah and i mean by the end of the series jack's i, I was thinking i was comparing this to the sopranos in my head because mm-hmm. yeah, jack's kills about it a lot as well so many it's people very similar yeah but he's so he's way like he's more sympathetic than tony soprano yeah for sure. he doesn't yeah. feel so much like a psychopath he's also a lot younger and prettier so that yeah helps. that does help well, you, know, you don't blame him as much for and he is torn. The he's very torn. And he's put in very strange situations, whereas I feel like Tony puts himself in those in situations. A lot of those. Yeah, and a lot of people look to Jacks in that crew, even though like they're the there's the one scene where they're at the table, which is is you know happens all the time, um, and Clay is like the decision maker, but Jacks gives everybody their assignments, so he's almost like. I don't know if he's the vice president at this point or he not. He is. Okay. It said on his jacket. I couldn't remember. So, but yeah, he's he's the one that everybody looks to. And he's younger than everybody there, except yeah. for Opie, who's not really there. Which is crazy, because I thought about that too, well, like with the relationship between Clay and... maybe and Juice. What's his name? Hold on. It's... J- no. Tig? Oh, Tig. Tig. Yes, played by the Canadian... So great. Kim Coates. He oh. is so he's great. He's an amazing actor. Um, and he, if he didn't do what he did in Finale, I think it would've, he would have been my favorite. But he may still be my favorite. Oh my god. Wait until you see season two. Okay, Opie is around that same age. Half Sack's about... Half Sack's probably Half-sack's the youngest. Half Sack's a kid. He's, he's probably a kid. Yeah, in his early yeah, 20s. He's really but he's young. not... He's, he's the, not even part of it, he's though, He's a really. pledge, right? He's the prospect, is what yeah. they call them. So he's not a member of the gang. He just has to hang around and do whatever they say. And he may eventually, it, you spend a year as a prospect, mm-hmm. and then they either let you in or they don't. And Gemma tells Jax in the pilot, like, don't let the new kid in because he doesn't eat meat and you can't trust people yeah. that don't eat meat, which was She's like, so, crazy. so her personality. Mm-hmm. It's just like, my way or the highway. Like, it's anyway, yeah, that was really crazy. Jax is worried about Wendy. He hasn't heard from her in weeks. She's, she's not sending the doctor bills. So Wendy being his ex-wife. Yeah. Who's Gemma, currently pregnant with their kid. Yeah. Gemma yeah. promises to go check on him. Her? Her. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she's passed out on the floor. And we also, there was the scene of, beforehand where right. she uh, tried to shoot up and, well, in between your fingers, and then, she, well, she kind of ran out of places to shoot up, but then she killed, tried to abort the baby. Is that what happened? No. No, she was just getting high. Yeah. There was was so much blood around her waist. No, it was coming out of her vagina. Yeah. Yeah, but she was just having the baby. The baby was like... Oh, I thought thought she like tried to do something. She'd taken too many drugs and it basically like induced The baby, yeah, just tried to get out. Yeah, get me away from this toxic womb. Yeah, so Gemma gets her to the hospital. Baby is born 10 weeks early and the doctor says, you know... He's got a twenty percent chance to live. He's got, and that's positive. He's that's, got a genetic that's being uh, generous. Yeah, yeah, he's got a torn bowel from the drug use and a bad heart because it runs in the family. And I believe and it's Jax it, also had it, and, and it killed, killed his, his brother. older brother. Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot of tragedy in this. Family. And if you'll notice, Gemma has a massive scar yes, on her chest. I noticed from that heart surgery. I didn't notice that. That's yeah. very. Ugh. 
So everyone in their family has had to deal with that. Yeah. And it's it's a very rough situation. Everyone's really upset. That's when we meet Tara. The doctor yeah. and Jax's ex. Yeah, high school first love. Recently returned to town back after turning town. her back on the biker lifestyle. We can we Ten see her tramp gone. stamp early on. Yeah, and... she tells Gemma it's, she's not the same person she was 10 years ago. And but Gemma's, Gemma is. Yeah, like, oh, well, I am. And then, like, exposes her tramp stamp. And Tara says, yeah, I keep that to remind me that that stuff is behind me. And it's like, mm, it's pretty yeah. ugly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Just don't show it around the office. Yes. So Jax goes in the storage locker. We sort of talked about that already. He's going to get the baby, his old baby stuff for his new baby. Mm-hmm. And he finds a bunch he, of his who, dad's who stuff. Who's named Abel? Yeah, he names the baby Abel. He, surprising fact about that, too, that he actually gave the baby a name, but he didn't want to see him. Because he expected him to die. Yeah, I think Wendy named is the one that wanted to name him that, but I don't know. They don't state that in the pilot. No. But yeah, he he won't see the baby, and at, at this point, he hasn't seen Wendy either. Mm-mm. He like went to the hospital, found out what was happening, and immediately left to go beat the crap out of the guy who sold Wendy the drugs, yep. and he cut one of his balls off, right? I believe so, yeah. yeah. That I didn't... Yeah, he references it later that the guy only has one ball left. I thought he, I think he might have crushed it. Okay, yeah, with he like crushed Z, his like, net. He finds him playing pool at the Nazis clubhouse and yeah. he turns pool the thing cued it, yeah. right? I was looking down writing notes and then I mean, they reference it later and I was like, what? I even rewound that scene to figure out what was Christ. happening, but like, yeah. I couldn't. I don't know which, which option is worse. Oh. They're both bad. Wow, yeah, that was intense. So, yeah, he. that's the first time we see what Jack's is really capable of, right? Yeah. Like he's got an that angry scene side. Happens a lot. Him beating people up in a bridge. It happens again in the finale. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's a frequent problem of his. But yeah, he finds the manuscript and it's uh The Life of and Death of Sam Crow, how the Sons of Anarchy lost their way. Yes. By John Thomas. Thomas Teller. Ted John Teller. His Everyone biological refers father. to him as JT yeah. generally. So if you hear people talking about JT, that's Jax's father. And at this point, Thomas has already died, like you said, from the heart defect. Mm-hmm. And he says, Jackson, may he never know this life of chaos. And of course, Jax is smack in the middle. Wait, this was his father. Of it. Yes, yeah. his father. Another Hamlet reference. But he, he died because he was dragged by a semi. Yes, no, Thomas, his, his brother. brother his sorry, he's named after his dad. Thomas oh, okay. is his brother. Okay. Sorry, yeah. yeah. He's named after... John. All right. And then, uh, I mean, I think that's another Hamlet reference right there because his dad is speaking to him from beyond the grave through this novel. The entire series. Yeah. Absolutely. And you get to hear his voice, which is amazing. I don't even know who the voiceover actor is, but it's the exact right voice for some reason to me. Very soothing. Sounds like that kind of era. I don't know. I can't explain it. It's all man. Put it all down. What we started was a good thing. For a good reason. John is speaking to him from the goddamn grave. What we've become is a different thing. So Jack yeah. starts seeing a, a better way for the club, where they would just be like a society. Because that's the best part of Sam Crow, right? Is anytime we see them all hanging out, or yes. they're doing like a community the event. The go- yeah, camaraderie. Yeah. Um, but he also calls it hippie shit, so I don't know that he's like totally convinced about that. I he, just think he's, he's thinking about it. He's mm-hmm. thinking about it. He also couldn't, like until he's sure... 
he can't talk about that sort of soft stuff to the club, right? Oh, yeah. There are very strict rules and um, ways of acting in in their community. Yeah. And they do, there are a lot of things that never get discussed that are like, if you just had a conversation about this, like Mm -hmm. things would be so much better, but they can't, they can't do it. And there's a whole storyline with Juice where he finds out that um, his father, who he never knew, is black. And he thinks that if they ever find out about that, Juice? Uh, Juice is the bald guy with like the strip of hair oh, yeah. and the tattoos on the side. Yes. Juice Ortiz. He's my favorite character. You're going to fall so, mm-hmm. so yeah. in love with him and then go on a ride of horror. Uh, but yeah, he's terrified that if they find out, they'll, like at best, they'll kick him out and at worst, they'll kill him. And realistically, they probably would. Yeah. Because yeah. it's in their it's, charter, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, which is uh, another weird thing about the club. Yeah. Is he that, he yeah. definitely looked harsh part... Yeah, he looks Puerto Rican. Yeah, to me. Puerto Rican. Yeah. Some, something. He didn't look like he fit in there, so well, I was a I bit mean, confused. I mean, it's an Irish gang originally, right? Like yeah. Like they have their roots from yes, Ireland and they the came NRA. Over so. And one Ireland guy has a sure. very thick accent. Uh, Tibbs. Yeah. Tibbs? No, it's, it's oh, yeah. the other one. The guy it's played not, by Tommy Flanagan. T- Happy. Happy. Oh my God. Happy's so not one of them, though. He's one of the guys. I, I noticed it twice, the accent. You, she's, you're talking about uh, that, well, Tibbs. The, Chibs is one the of the guys. The Irish one, you mean? The yeah. Irish oh, one. that's Chibs. Yeah. yeah. Chibs. Who's played by Tommy Flanagan, who's another amazing actor. And also Chibs is, is one of my favorite characters mm. as oh, well. So He's good. Incredible. The yeah. Irish stuff that comes up later is my favorite part of the whole series. Well, from what I've seen so far. Yeah. Only like three or four. One of my favorite parts of the clubhouse is the mugshot wall. I don't know if you guys noticed. Yes, that I they did. Have an entire wall of all of their mugshots, and like it gets added to as the years go on, and it's all obviously old pictures of all of them because they've all been actors since they were like young kids. Yeah. yeah. So it's just amazing to see. I just love it. If they used to have like an interactive game on your phone where you could like go in there and you could click on the mugshot and you could read the back for all the things they've ever been arrested for. The that's the really characters? Cool. It was so great. Yeah. Yes. The odd no. I would I don't assume think any the of them have been have... really arrested. I don't know. I mean, Bobby Elvis, maybe. Let's talk about Bobby Elvis. Actually, well, I read about in the trivia that there actually are like Hell's Angels who are part of this cast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was saying to Piers earlier today, there are two main characters that you see in these episodes who are genuine um, bikers. Yeah. Not actors at all. And yeah. they, they are again in the entire series and they're some of the most incredible characters but they are like the other actors would sort of you know talk about tell stories about like these are these are scary dudes like these aren't actors right and, and their tattoos on the show are real yeah and yeah. it's it, you know they got because of the show you know introduced into a whole new universe that they probably never would have experienced if the creators hadn't gone to them and said hey like can you let yeah. us know if this feels genuine to you. You know, they really took their time to research that life and really make it feel real, which is very cool. And I which think is a thing really that The Wire does, does in yeah, The Sopranos. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Deadwood. Yeah. So much, unlike The why... Wire and Deadwood, this is, I feel like this is much more accessible because you don't have to learn a new language to go along with it. That's true. You know, like, it's less there is, there They don't really still... talk in code. Exactly. Yeah. There's definitely rules and regulations that you mm-hmm. sort of need to learn. Yeah. And like, but other than that, yeah, it's it's a lot less um, clandestine than the stuff going on on the wire. And in Deadwood, it's like you know you're in a different era, so it's just a totally different way of speaking. Yeah. 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 
So yeah, Bobby is an Elvis impersonator. He's got to go down to Tahoe to perform some shows. He he offers to stay because of everything that's going on with the Mayans. Mm-hmm. But and Bobby isn't what what is he? He's a biker. He's a son. He's a Sons of Anarchy. Member. Yeah, he's the treasurer. Okay, he's in charge of all the money. Felt like he was involved to a lesser extent. I was no. a bit no. confused about his character. He's a he's a, like a devoted he's... member. He's just he, because his he's like a C plot in this taking care of this Elvis impersonation gig. Yeah, well, he has two ex-wives. He owes alimony to, and they're worried if they don't get paid, it'll it'll cause, like, you know, cops and private investigators to be snooping around, which they don't need right now. Yeah. The big issue, which we haven't mentioned, is that the Niners have already paid for the guns that the Mayans have now stolen. Mm-hmm. So they're between a rock and a hard place here because if they don't get those guns back or find new guns, mm-hmm. there's going to be a war between them and a very scary gang. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So Bobby doesn't want to go, but he says, you know, you'll make a lot of money, just go. And they make him take half sack with him. So they drive down to Tahoe, find out that he's been double booked with Asian Elvis, and the crowd's all Asian, so they like Asian Elvis better. Mm-hmm. Bobby's pissed, and then half sack beats the shit out of Asian Elvis. And uh, which is very funny. Brutal. Very. It's very... Well, because he stays in character the entire and time he's getting beaten up. it's so random. Where did yeah. this come from? I know. It's amazing. Let's have an Asian Elvis. They lose the Be Bobby Elvis up. thing as the series goes on, and I really was sad about that. I was like, yeah. like he should like somehow hang on to that aspect of his character <laughs> that he's still doing these like crazy Elvis shows, but it sort of goes away after a while. But yeah, so yeah, and then he gets up and he sings, you know, there's a why did fools fall in love? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I, it's I wrote it. Yeah, it's um, falling in love with you. It was so was later on. good. Only fools. I can't rush help. In. I can't help falling in love with you. Only fools rush in. Uh, yeah, beautiful. Saying it beautiful, but yeah, that was he was like totally removed from the pilot story. That was sort of like a C story, like you said, and he doesn't really get involved in the rest of the plot after that. Well, you don't want to distract too much. It's it's all about Jack's clay. It's really yeah, Jack's clay, Gemma, and I. I guess a mix of Wendy and Tara. Yeah, definitely. The two love They're setting up that triangle yeah. in the in the pilot between his ex wife and his, um, you know, high school, his first love, basically. Which comes back to a and point in the finale. In the finale, yeah. yeah, and then that we'll talk about that scene because that speech was like bananas. Yeah. Yes. It was so intense. Um, so okay, we've already talked about all that stuff. We haven't talked that much about Opie. No, and yes, that was uh, he was first mentioned in the the board meeting weekend. Well, the meeting, yes, which he's absent from. Let's well, Opie is a past member of the gang. He's Jax's best friend since childhood. Yes, his father Piney is an original member. Is he the father or is he Donna's father? father? No, no, No. he is Opie's father. I wrote down at first that it was Opie's father, and then later on he said my daughter, but that's only because because they're married. Yeah. yeah. He, beca- okay. he refers to her more than once as his daughter in law, and then yes. in that one scene, he calls her his daughter. And that's why I got confused Leroy. and was like, oh, am I, I, I think do I need to change my notes to prove now? a point that she's just as much family as her son is. She's the mother of his grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Piney is Opie's father, and he's an original member with um, Jax's father and Clay. Yes, and a and couple he also, other guys that you he's, get to meet ill i assume he yeah he wears an oxygen tank or is it maybe he just because he needs um he doesn't he's not like dying i think he's just like he's like a chain smoker mm-hmm. so uh, he i think needs he's got emphysema oxygen. maybe and he's again not considered a real member 
quote unquote of the club because he cannot ride a true motorcycle anymore. The motorcycle he rides is like an old man's like wide butt one. Yeah. So he doesn't have to keep it balanced mm-hmm. himself. So he's not really um, a part of them anymore. But because he's a founding member, he's yeah. afforded he has like, a, a lot position of, say. of respect. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Opie has just gotten out of jail for five was years. it just yeah yep, five years stretch and he's trying to stay straight. Donna, his wife, I thought it had been a little while. Is I mean a, a it's been a few weeks, months, maybe probably. months, yeah, maybe just. But it's very recent. Clearly, he's working construction. No, not construction, like uh, chopping trees. Yeah, he's working yeah. at like a lumber yard. He, he did say. <laughs> he says everything has gone to shit since he left. Yes, uh, but Donna, you know, there's one of the lines I love the most in the pilot was he said, you know, when you leave your wife alone for five years with two small children, mm-hmm. all she knows is that she doesn't want it to happen again. Yeah. And was it was he framed? But no, it no, comes he, up later on. They say what? Why? Donut question. Yeah, it's, right. it's dealt with later. But I, I he mean, he was not framed. Uh, no, he went I, to jail I, for something he did. I will yeah, say that he was working for the club. Let's. I feel assume. like they tell us though. Even I wrote it down somewhere. But they did. His wife suggests that he was framed for yes. something, but that's she because says, she's bitter towards they the club. They sold you out. Yeah. Yes. That is the line that she says. That is it. That's which what is I true. Wrote down. I mean, he went to jail. They didn't stop that from happening yeah and they probably maybe they couldn't have done this one. yeah who knows but he yeah he protests and he protests and then he says okay I'm, i'll come because uh clay wants them to retaliate against the mayans get the guns back and they need opie because uh, he's good with explosives mm-hmm. and um he's going to blow up the warehouse basically after they get the guns back yes um and then, yeah, so Jax goes to get him, and they sort of come to agreement that he will help. Uh, he, I think he needs the money at that point. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, yeah. He's, he's struggling. He's struggling for, sure. for cash. And well, I think for sure he wants to go back, and the only thing keeping him is his promise to his wife. Yeah. I think he misses the lifestyle. Yeah, he misses like everything that. about it, I think. I think, and his friends. Like, yeah. He misses his friends, for sure. It's, Yeah. Uh, Piney uh, tells Jax that his dad would be super proud of him, yeah. of, of what he's doing. And, and the club and, is there for him. Yeah, with the baby. If there's anything you need, you know, just please ask. Jax is still avoiding even seeing the baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we there's a bad smell, and they see that Halfsack has hidden the deer under the pool table. No, there's two separate scenes. Oh, the okay. first time Clay brings it up, it's like, what is that smell? And was it who was he talking to the first time? It may have been... It was somebody, but they ignore it. It was Bobby. Yeah. Okay. But they just brush it underneath the table. And then, like, in the next scene, like, ten minutes later, he was like, what is that smell? They bring it up again. Yeah. And they find the box, and it's got the deer head from the car, and half sack think he's going to stuff it, but he doesn't know how. So, yeah. remember, I was so confused the first time. I was like, did he just fart or something? Like, <laughs> that's is that funny. the joke that's even, happening? Uh, I didn't notice that. The first time they talked about it. Yeah. Jax talks to Clay, tries to convince them maybe they don't need to rebuild the gun warehouse. Maybe Mm -hmm. they can invest their money into a new way to earn something that's less dangerous. Like Things seem to be getting worse out there between the Niners and the Mayans and the Nazis, as we're calling them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and he's starting to like you know now he's a father yeah although he doesn't expect the baby to live but he gives yeah he's thinking about his dad's and about opie and his family and you know everything he wants to go legit clay wants to stay crooked yeah it's yeah and then clay uses um jack's father as like a guilt like you know your dad and i built this together Mm -hmm. and you know it and that's a lie like that's such a lie ever talk to you about his vision for the club it's a brotherhood your father and i worked hard to create this business 
I'm asking you. Brother to brother. Just tell me the truth. Whatever you may think, the truth is, everything I do is to protect what we got. Clay and Gemma are both Ugh. ridiculously manipulative. Oh my god, the yes. worst. Jax finally sees Wendy, and all she wants to talk about is that he needs to go back to the house. Oh, there and, like, was also that weird hide the drugs, the weird boxing that went on. Yeah, it's like a full two minutes. Of, yeah, they're is at that an just underground. What's going they're, on in the background? Yeah, they're at they're hosting like an underground fight. Yeah, it's just money. another one of their it's, criminal yeah. activities. And just, it was uh, Happy and Tig that were boxing. It's an interesting location for like some exposition. That to happens go down. a lot. They have these weird boxing matches a, a lot. I'll, I'll, I'm okay with that. You'll yeah. love it. Yeah, right on. Uh, yeah, so Jax goes to get the drugs from Wendy's house, and that's when he runs into Gemma, who's there cleaning. Mm -hmm. And he says, "Like, why would I bother going see Abel? Like, he's he's gonna die." And she slaps him in the face. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then they smoke a joint together. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, she doesn't want him to turn his back on his kid. She is so crazy. She she tells him to go kill him if he believes that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why don't you just go there and kill him now? Yeah, he's the only one that streak. can keep him alive by, yeah. like, believing in it. It's like, shut up. <laughs> shut up, Gemma. She's right, though. Jax needs to be there for that kid. Oh, he definitely needs to go see his kid. Yeah. Absolutely. Someone, oh, yeah, of course. But, of course. yeah, she just yeah. Uh, goes full Ignoring the everything. baby, whether it's going to die or not, isn't the way to deal with the situation, no. for right. sure. Yeah. So and that's also, we find out here that um, that his father, Johnny, was dragged by a semi for 178 yards yeah. well, yards, and then lived for two more days after that. She says, yeah, uh, claims that. tellers don't die easy. And well, then he I, says, yeah, they die bloody, which is very prophetic. I certainly believe that the accident actually happened. I don't know. Well, wouldn't there be like documented proof about somebody being hit and... He was, he was. He like, was. he might, that can't, I don't, I, that's not something you can make up. He was hit by a semi. Well, you can if you're in a gang you can well if you have the police on your payroll you can certainly forge a police report it sure. seems like a crazy way to fake but a murder he she's right he was hit by a semi that's how he died okay but yeah, the, that's but not that's, maybe yeah we why don't, we don't want to get into that that's like a that's spoiler oh territory. it's a donut question we're gonna get way into it okay so uh, yeah, so he talks to the mom, his mom about, like, what did dad really want? Like, I found, you know, some of his old stuff. Mm -hmm. And she is, like, freaked out. Like, you can see on her face, like, oh, crap. Like, this is exactly the thing we don't need right now, is for you to start thinking about, you know, the crap your dad was getting into. So, move yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, it, it's established that Gemma doesn't want him. Gemma and Clay both clearly don't want uh, Jax going down this path. They're trying to steer him away from it. Jax is, and fortunately for them, there's so much going on that it's difficult for him to really tell which way is up right yeah. now. And, and a then, lot of this, like, behavior from both of them is very suspicious. Like, they, neither Gemma nor Clay seem to have been on a, okay terms with his father when he died. No, absolutely not. They were sleeping together. Yeah, and it was, it was very surprising to me, well, not knowing anything really about the show, but just... It seems like the death would have been a tragic thing that would have torn them all, or 
something. But it seems that well for them it was beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. It and worked out in both of their favors yeah. for yeah. sure. And you know, the way that they wanted to. And the way they presented on the show too is like we were best friends, we built this club together. It just seems like it should have been yeah. a very terrible moment for both of them. And, and neither of them Gemma and John were high school sweethearts and she had two sons with him yeah yeah it's it's a lot and you get so. really into it especially in the third season so you'll learn all about that which is great but then there's like the crazy scene where Gemma says to clay like you need to nail jacks down nail him down hard like what are you talking about like she's literally telling her husband like okay you need to get my son to start like basically murdering people yeah. like they want him to commit murder so that he's like invested. Yeah, they want him to commit to the criminal lifestyle. They yeah. don't want to change the club. They got a good thing going. Let's not mess with it. And you do see, like, the younger members of the club like Jax, like Juice. Um, like, I mean, even, I felt Piney liked Jax more. No, but I mean, they, they don't want to kill people. Oh, yes. That much. And, and it it's sort of especially, like, people they don't have anything against personally. Because, <laughs> like, I think if they're pissed, they're fine to go and just, like, kill someone. But yeah. if it's just, like, oh, we have to kill this person because of this reason, they're just, like, can't we just not do that? We could do something else. And well, yeah, it was it was Juice the, who was crying when yeah, he found it, it was a girl. Yeah, and even Chibs was, like, holy God, like, no, we're not going to kill a 17-year-old child. Yeah. Like, just because she saw us, like, that's our fault, not her fault. Mm-hmm. And she's about to lose her life because of that. Like, that's that's just really crazy. So we move from the Jackson, uh, sorry, from the Gemma and Clay confrontation. Uh, are we back at the hospital? No, they went to see Darby and give him that gun at the diner. Oh, they have a confrontation. Clay and oh, Jax yeah. and Elvis, Bobby Elvis, meet up with the Nazis at the diner where... Uh... No, Bobby's not there because he's singing in Tahoe. Oh, who's the guy... They have someone at the table behind them in that scene. Another one of the bikers. It was one of them. It's it Tig, was Tig. Because he strangles oh. the guy from behind, yeah. I think, right? Tig yeah, is crazy in this episode. He's, he's so he also great. has that scene in the end where he like runs, jumps on a moving truck, and like shoots the guy in the back yes! of the head. Was Which like, was also so great. Whoa, that was so crazy. Yeah, he is bad. I got ah, So yeah, basically they tell Darby to screw off uh, that they are not allowed to sell meth and charming. They control sons of Anarchy control charming, and there's going to be no meth in charming. And, and do, do the, the sons they don't deal drugs at all. No, they just, just guns. Just guns, yeah. guns and uh, other And then they also get in, in protection into the porn industry. Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I mean, we see here that the Nazis are worse. They don't really care that they've poisoned Jax's wife. I mean, it was her choice, but they sold her the stuff. Yeah. Uh, so now they've got that whole undercurrent that's going to run for a while. Yeah. Resentment. Uh, from the hero we go to Abel. That's when Abel's in surgery. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, did the guy they met at the diner just get out of prison? I had a question about that. I wasn't sure. Darby. Well, what they were talking about in that scene is that the members of the Brotherhood—that's what they're called. Yeah. Their gang. The Aryan Brotherhood, Brotherhood. not the Nazis. Uh. Uh, the ones, the members of the Brotherhood who are in jail kept Opie alive. They mm. provided him protection mm-hmm. in prison. And it was part of a, a deal that these guys have together. So that's what they were talking about. So I don't think, I don't know. Yeah, Darby did just get out of jail. Because I think he so, was I'm saying, sure. like, 
things have changed or not that much yeah. and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I think he was in jail as well. And I well. think that meeting did not end well. A lot of people uh, spend time in jail over the, the series. Yeah. I did have one more question. <laughs> yeah. But earlier, was the conversation about being the right father? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, did Johnny want Jax to be involved in the business? I wrote down that Johnny didn't want Jax to be involved in the business at all. John he... Teller? Yes, his father. No, because you see in this, in the, like, inscription to the book that he wrote that, that he, he doesn't want Jackson in that life that's right. why he yeah. was trying to get them out yeah. of the gun business he doesn't even want he doesn't want any of sam crow to be involved in that he wanted sam crow to be a peaceful organization yeah like a, a, a con anyway yeah um all right yeah totally so yeah abel makes it through surgery he yes survives. thank goodness we meet mel marcus alvarez he's the leader of the mine gang He's pretty awesome. He is originally yeah. a member of Sam Crow, which is cool. Like in the original casting. Oh, really? In fact, okay, fun trivia. In we are eventually going to get to the Sons of Anarchy's raid on the Mayans warehouse where they steal back their guns and uh, kill a few of their members. Yeah. There's a shot left in that where uh, they're running away from the warehouse and it's all shrouded in shadow. But if you look closely. It's uh, the original person who was cast as Clay, and uh, I'm sorry, the actor's name, uh, the leader of the Mayans, you just mm. said his name. Oh, his name on the show is Marcus Alvarez. Marcus Alvarez, yes. Uh, well, let's just call his character. Uh, Marcus Alvarez is also running with him, and then they switched, they brought in Ron Perlman as the leader of the Sons, and then they moved him over to be the leader of the Mayans, so kind of a promotion, I think. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, better role. I um, never knew that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a funny line where uh, Jax goes to get Opie, and Opie and Donna are in the middle of a screaming fight about him going to do this job with the explosives. The kids see them fighting. Ugh, Jax sees them fighting. And it's just tough. Like, everyone's miserable, obviously. And then Jax is like, don't worry about it. Stay home. Like, I'll I'll figure it out. And, oh. and Opie says, well, it, Clay will cut both our dicks off if I don't come with you right now. And that's serious. Like, they really believe that will yeah. happen. So he says, no, take one of your kids to the emergency room, get a note, and I'll tell, I'll take care of it. I've seen you do it enough times. I'll figure it out. It's like, yeah, that's a That's going to work out just great. Yeah. Yeah. Good Explosives are something yeah. you can just kind of, like, glance at. I think he literally says, I can make it work. Like, yeah. That's, that's his actual... He'll, I'll cover for you. Yeah, but this says, shows so. you, Jax, this is why Jax is sympathetic, right? Yeah. Oh, Puts yeah. Puts his friend before the club. He totally. Yes, definitely. And then, of course, everything goes straight to shit. He doesn't get the explosives done quickly enough. Two of the Mayans come back. Or something's wrong and he wants to call he, Opie. He has to call yeah. Opie He's to be like, He's missing a piece. He doesn't know right? how it goes together. Exactly. And then two of the Mayans come back and it turns into a shootout. Jax gets shot in the back a couple of times thankfully we saw he's wearing a sexy bulletproof vest oh there's your sexy scene is him yeah, getting geared up so looking in the mirror cool. strapping it all on and yeah so and yeah this was also the scene where i wondered it was like do, if they had the choice obviously yes but they want to avoid casualties yeah yeah but it goes to hell and they literally have to kill everybody yes mm-hmm. yeah and Clay is still like insisting that Jack's like just shoot somebody, and even though the dude's like dying on the floor, he's like, "Finish it, finish yeah. it," and the guy just dies, and he still doesn't have to shoot anyone. Like this whole episode, some yeah, which somehow he makes it out clean. Yeah, he for does. Now, but yeah, uh, he hasn't killed uh, anybody yet. 
Has has Jax killed anyone prior to the start of the show? Has um, he made his bones? I don't. I think so. I don't know. To be totally it's, honest with you, I feel like he's definitely trying to avoid it. So maybe he hasn't killed uh, anybody before. I would be very interested to learn that. I feel yeah. like he if anyone has. wants to tweet that at us, let me know because I I don't have time. They find out one of the guys they killed was one of Darby's guys, so mm-hmm. they find out Darby is in bed with the Mayans, which yeah. is crazy because, like we said, they're white supremacists yeah. who are now in business with the Mexicans. Yep. Which is like their mortal enemy, basically. I mean, I guess it's like they're less dark than the the Niners. Yeah. So that makes them superior. Well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the F- I would say that's logically little... to them. Yes. Yeah. I remember looking right? at an FBI chart once of like the most wanted, and they had ethnicities listed on there. Yeah. And so you know, there's like Caucasian, white, there's African American, and then for Latinos, it's it was white. And then in brackets, Latino. Mm. I don't get it. No. It seemed like it, I. Interesting. Yeah. So I guess maybe they're looking at like something like that, like close enough. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Um, the race gangs are all crazy. <laughs> Gemma says a great uh, prayer to. Yeah. Holy shit! The pathetic core. Oh, <laughs> that was a rough oh, scene. Oh man, she she comes to Wendy in the hospital, gives her the Bible. And, uh, and I wasn't expecting anything good because when Tara tried to convince her to go see her, she was like, I'm not going to see that. Yeah, she really war. hates Wendy. She, oh, she Gemma hates everybody. psychotically hates any woman that sleeps with Jax. Like, yeah. it is weird. It gets well, she so also weird. hates, like, you she hates Tara. Tara. Yeah. Like, completely hates she her. She hates anyone that Jax cares more about than her. Yeah. She's super Which controlling. Is psychotic. And, uh, but again, like, when you lose a child. You get attached to the one you have left? Yeah, I think that's probably a little bit of, of what's going on with that, but it's very disturbing and really doesn't end well for anybody. So yeah, she hands her a Bible that's got a hot shot in it, basically, mm-hmm. like a, a shot of crank or whatever it is, her drug of choice. Yeah. And basically tells her, like, you know, you're a waste of space, you'll never stay clean, like, you have no child. This yeah. baby will not ever be yours, and if you come near him, I will kill you. Yeah. And, and you'll, he'll never call you mommy. Yeah. Well, she was also choking her at one point. Yes. Like, I will finish this. Yes, that's right. Then there's, this, like, that weird scene with Jax and Tara in the hallway where they, like, almost make out. Yeah, it was very weird. That was so strange. And then I she gets mad because... I don't buy their relationship because... because she, maybe because she's super sweet, but she was a different person ten years ago, which is the other thing. Yeah. But mm-hmm. she's so straight up she, She's the most reasonable character on the show. Like, even when she's challenged but by she's people, a she has, like normal human reactions like yeah. I don't want to talk about this yeah. with you and then she right. realizes that he's covered in blood and it's gotten all over her and yeah. it's like what the fuck Jax like get, get yourself so together get your, exactly like ugh. so then yeah Wendy simultaneously ODs while Jax uh, sees his baby for the first time and, and holds Abel in she his arms. She is foaming out of the mouth and seizing. There was, for me, about a 0% chance that she was still alive at she the end. She looks yeah. like she's dying. She definitely OD'd, yeah. but totally. the best place to OD is in a hospital. Yes. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're on it. I think overdosing is very much like a react, like how long before you get the antidote. Right? Yeah, like but a stroke. They can pump that shit right out of your body. But Did she poison her or was it just an overdose? I think it was just... I think she OD'd probably because she was clean, but yeah. not that I, long. She wasn't she, clean. Yeah. She's like still detoxing, she's so she still wants it. Yeah, I don't know. It's really it was that was oof, it was a lot. Yes, it was. It that was, an was the episode. pilot of Sons oh of Energy. Like one of I think the best. 
Listen to ever. how much happened in yeah, that episode. I know. I I was thinking a lot about Shameless when I was watching it because there I was, was like, also this one is of, nonstop information. One scene that I'm sure plays out in the uh, episodes in between, but it's the moment when Jax arrives to meet up with Clay after he's supposed to get there with Opie, and he tells him that he had to take his kid to the emergency, and Clay clearly does not believe him whatsoever. No, absolutely not. And when Jax doesn't want to kill the Mayans at the warehouse, he directly blames Jax and mm-hmm. says, because you didn't bring Opie, it's because of your mistake yeah. that you have to kill these people. And it was that is absolutely He's, true. Yeah, yeah, for sure it is. Blatantly manipulative, though. Yeah, yes. like, and awful. Just awful. He doesn't have... Clay could kill them. It's like this man yeah. like Clay could just kill them. Is your yeah. brother, your boss, and your dad all at the same time? Like it's just so, so... and also like the dude that possibly like murdered your father because you know uh, Hamlet. Quite frankly. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get into the finale. I'm going to read the synopsis. Yeah, let's run through this and discuss it. I uh, oh, I was gonna say I hope there's no spoilers because sometimes in the finale, like you complained last time, I think. I can't remember what show that was, but there was like, a, oh, it was one you were doing the quiz for. And it said something oh, yes. that wasn't actually in the episode. It was the fall. Uh, so, episode, season one, episode 13, it's called The Revelator. And it's in the wake of a tragedy, the club must reevaluate its bonds of brotherhood. Yeah. That's the entire Holy description shit. of that 60 minute episode, which was jam-packed yeah. full of stuff. We already talked about how it opens on the white bird and yeah. again, Jack's driving down, down the street, street on a motorcycle. On pretty bike. Uh, we meet Mary, who is Opie's mom, mm-hmm. Piney's ex-wife. Hmm? She's there, there looking go. after... Didn't find that out, I don't think. No. And who she was? The donut question, but no. I just thought you no, might want to yes, know I, I who was, she was. I thought she may have been Donna's mother. No. She's Opie's mom, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Jax goes into the backyard to talk to Opie, who's out there with his two well, kids. that's the first thing, was, like, he asked where Opie is outside with the kids. I'm like, oh, did Donna die? But I feel like it was a man who died. There there was a previously on that was literally, like, two and a half minutes long. There was no previously on on mine. It was so long that I kept trying. I was like, where is this episode starting? I need to find this point. I'm yeah, like, I can't spoil I anything for myself. problem with Lost. Yeah, it did the same thing to me. So much to recap. Same with Shameless. Yes. When they do it, it's always crazy. And I just saw, like, flashing lights and a dead body, but I didn't see any female or male or anything at the end of that. I'm like, oh, it... Well, it is Donna. Expected it to be a dude. When she dies, it is (sighs) gut-wrenching. Like, it Mm -hmm. literally crushes you and we even we find out pretty much everything that happened and it's the catalyst for everything coming apart yeah and i can see that where it goes from here basically is is just everyone being torn apart by this secret who knows it who doesn't know it who finds out when they find out how they find out and you know not so much even like you're responsible but also like you knew and you didn't tell me and it's a lot it's it's very heavy on everybody and everyone regrets it obviously even clay who is like the worst like he really didn't want that to happen no and and it's so against their code right like that's it's in that whole episode we don't kill women we don't kill women yes and and yeah they they still still die yeah and we even know who killed her yes even without having seen the episode yeah 
Yep, that's true. It does get admitted in this episode. But in this scene, Opie is telling Jax that a banger, a niner, killed is that, his wife. Is banger a word for a niner? Like a uh, banger. Well, banger means gang banger. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. So they're talking about the niners. We uh, Clay reveals at the table when he admits that it was his fault because he pushed for the deal with the Mayans, mm-hmm. which turned the Niners against them. And we learn in the pilot that he, when he's trying to plead for more time to get them the guns that got stolen, he says, I never sold to the Mayans. Uh, you know, you show me some respect. I gave that to you. Yeah. And Leroy says, fuck respect. It's about business. Like, yeah. if so... you can't get me my guns, you can't get me my guns. And now we're in the finale, and the Suns are in business with the Mayans, mm-hmm. and the Niners are now their enemy. And... Clay, we find out, has used that to blame the shooting on them when they are not responsible. And there's certainly some who believe it at first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or Well it seems plausible. Yeah. And there was there was that other scene before he admits to the the board, to the, the the sons that it was his fault or sort of his fault, that the scene with Gemma yeah at home where he literally says did we do this? She knows right away just from his face. Yeah, that she it was She accuses like, him. She says, was this our mistake? And I couldn't believe that line. I was just like, wow. Wow. Like, our mistake? That's what you're going to call us? It's like, you know, like saying, like, innocent bystander or like, ugh. Look what we let happen. An innocent woman killed. They didn't even care that much about those women. Oh, no, shit. That was from a different scene. Sorry, that was not the right quote. Scratch that. No, that was what Hale said. Yeah, it was Charlie Utter. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Sheriff Unser. So, yeah, Clay and Gemma have a whole conversation. They say, Jax doesn't know. She says, this is bad. This is bad. And she's right. Like I said, it's, it's the thing that tears everyone apart because... I mean, to kill a a member's wife, a brother's wife, Mm -hmm. like that is just the worst thing you could do. Yeah. And especially when you're trying to kill the brother. Yeah. And you didn't. And you didn't. Yeah, exactly. But Gemma freaking like pumps Clay up in that scene. That's what remember I was saying. I wrote, she's the devil. She takes his hand. The devil. Like you got to be the man that they need you to be. Let it all out here. Don't show them that you like just did something horrible. And then when you go back out there, be the man. Yeah, she's the worst. And then, yeah, that's when we meet Sheriff Unser mm-hmm. and Deputy Hale. They are two another two great characters on this show. Yeah. Unser, uh, it doesn't get really revealed, but he does mention, like, when he's telling Hale, like, I can't help you, that uh, he's dying. He's, he has cancer. Mm. Let's clarify. He has terminal cancer the entire way through mm-hmm. the series. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. He smokes a lot of dope. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's all about smoking weed. So he's all in with the club. Hale, on the other hand, is the younger lawman who wants to see the club get brought to justice, but also recognizes that they are a big part of the town. Yeah. it's a... He went to high school with Jax and Opie. He brings that up when they're talking about uh, Donna's death. So he's known them for a long time, and he grew up in the town, so he, d- he knows how things work. But mm-hmm. he sees, just like Jax, like, things are getting worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things are getting more violent. People are... Getting killed. Innocent people, not yeah. just gangers. Not exactly. Just... So Hale feels responsible for Donna's murder as well. He told um, Jax, no, Clay, told Clay about um, Stalls, who's like an FBI agent, deal with Opie. It's super complicated. <laughs> but we, yes. can, we can kind of, out, like, it's explained in the episode. It so is. So I feel like we can explain backwards. Basically, it's told entirely in this episode that 
OP was set up by ATF. Yes. Set up by ATF to be, he was basically framed for being a rat in the hopes that the gang would go after him. Bobby is him in to flip. jail yes. in the finale. We should say that. Bobby. And Bobby's she goes to see Bobby, what's her name? Stall. 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 Agent Stall. Agent Stall goes to see Bobby and tells him and tells pretty him, much everything. Yes, that I, I told Clay that uh, Opie was the one that turned you in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't true. And now Donna is dead. That's what he, she tells Bobby, which is basically what happened. They, they hit a wire in Opie's truck yep. to make it look yes. like he was recording their conversations. Clay found it and ordered Tig... To murder Opie. Opie. He even talks, Tig talks later in the episode about how he had a clear shot at Opie when they were um, on another situation, uh, and he couldn't do it. He couldn't kill his brother because Opie had literally in that episode just saved his life. Yeah, he says that. And it's an amazing episode. And and he, the only reason Donna got killed is because he couldn't even pull up all the way to the car. He couldn't look him in the he face when he did it. He knew he wouldn't be able to shoot if he could see him. Yeah. So he shot through the back of the truck from behind and accidentally killed Donna. And Tig is know. torn up about this. Like, this is... And it's so funny because the whole first season, he's such, like, a weird character. Like, I don't know if you got that but like the vibe with the horse was like totally sexual he's afraid of dolls he's just like he does some really bad things like it gets revealed that he had sex with those women who died in the pilot oh my god his sperm is in their bodies he's a bit of a necrophiliac yes yeah it's um i love him he's but he's also he has these amazing redeeming moments over the years where he does things like this or where he like chases that truck down and shoots the guy before he gets away where you're like you're a superhero i got it oh my so the whole episode revolves around now that dawn is dead and it's revealed that opie isn't a snitch but there is a snitch out there that they have to go after yeah they have a eyewitness they find out there's an eyewitness to the case that saw um bobby Bobby. and opie uh kill someone we don't really know who Who? do we they say his name do you see this Happen uh, on the show? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I have a question about that, I figured. Too. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so they need to track down the witness. The problem is um, she's in witness protection, and they can't find her based on her name. They need the case file number. Mm-hmm. So they go to see their buddy at the horse ranch, mm-hmm. who is like, he's like a prominent businessman. And they basically and blackmail him. And I would him. assume he was, he's straight, m- mostly Yes, he's well. They have the reason... they have prints on a murder weapon, yes, and they know they where the body his prints, his prints on the murder weapon and of they a person know... where they know where the body is. Yes, so they're blackmailing him into helping them, and and that's their entire association. Basically, yeah, and there was I thought that I was have awesome a donut question about says, that too. So I'm not going to get too much into that. And but... when he says like you you're trying to bribe me, it's like oh we're not here to pay you. Yeah, you will do this. Yeah, <laughs> all of the donut questions I have, there were a lot of clues dropped in both episodes about all of these things. So I'm not going to go too much into it, but yeah, he's not doing he's doing that because he has no choice. He's yes. not necessarily a bad person, mm-hmm. but he's definitely not. I certainly we don't actually know if he did kill that person. I, I believe they were framing him for it because he's got a motive. That was the per, the body of yeah. the guy who raped his daughter. Right. So even if, like, they could have just taken a knife from his house, murdered the guy with it. They, they created yeah. a situation. Yeah, if I, I remember so. correctly, I think they basically made him give them the knife. 
so it just had his prints on it. Like it wasn't like a, even like a setup. It was like his yeah. So this one of the donut questions, but his daughter is raped at a fair by a carny, mm-hmm. and he goes to them for help, for help. because he I knows was they're the kind of person that will take care of it basically it's like a godfather moment yeah so they because they're very smart understand that they can really use this to their advantage by getting something over him and the best way to do that is to have his fingerprints on the murder so really he brought this on himself yeah big time exactly and he gets deeper and deeper in and he's not like i'm like i was saying like he's not a a moral man by any means no but he's also not a criminal by by trade yeah, this is his first, and then the yeah. first time he goes for it, it ruins his life. Also, another great actor, which he's great on the show, totally. Uh, Piney wants Leroy dead. I thought that was an amazing speech at the table when he was talking about, this is my family, it's not your family. And yes. Clay's like, yes, it's my family. It's like, uh, you killed her, you fuck. Yeah, but of course Clay doesn't want them to meet, because yeah. it will reveal too many truths. Yeah, he doesn't want them to get revenge, because they actually didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Also, it's going to start a turf war. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of bodies are going to drop over this if they retaliate for something that they didn't do. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just crazy. Clay is like, ugh, he's the worst. He, he quite constantly he... blames his fuck-ups on other people, and just... then those people end up paying for it, and it makes me so frustrated. Just like Tony Soprano. Yeah, yeah. that's Exactly. true. Thing. Um, they make half-sync follow Piney, because Piney's just like, oh yeah, everything's cool, and then takes off. like mm-hmm. Storms out of the meeting. Yeah. He was very angry. He goes straight. Okay, so this is the scene with Jax and Tara, when things yeah. got... So super weird. Oh, and there was also the scene where we find out Wendy is still alive. I'm like, what the fuck? She is alive. Yes. Yeah, so she's staying uh, with Gemma at Gemma's house. So confusing. We know Jax is also doing that because she's unpacking his stuff again yep. in the finale. Just like she was like cleaning up after him in the pilot. I just, right. I thought the, all of those so, relationships were yeah. so confusing. But here's even the weirder part is like Jax has an almost identical conversation with both of them, which includes like... Something about whatever happened last night. Last night yeah. was mentioned a billion times. I don't remember exactly. Here's what I'm going to guess. <laughs> Donna was killed. Yes. Yeah. Jax was flipped. Mm-hmm. He went to Tara for like sexy time. Yeah. And she like wasn't having it. She's having a thing, which she also mentioned, because they killed someone together. Yeah. Which we got away with murder. Donut question. Uh... And she's not handling that very well because she's not someone that kills people, right? No, Speaking of whether Jax has killed someone, it yeah, was completely against her oath. And I will say this: she used I him. What happened? I know. So you're gonna win. So don't. Oh, oh she I used him to do question. her dirty work. Did she use him? That's what she said. Or this, yes, uh, that could be the guilt. Talk he or though. she said she used him to do her dirty work. What? It, it's it was in this it, this. What? Tara says this. I think it was Tara who said it. No, it was him. It was him. Jack says this Jack to says Tara. Jack says to Tara, and then he tells her that he slept with hundreds of women. Right. So she says she's leaving. She's going back to Chicago. She can't deal, right? So I just want to make the point that I think what happened with Wendy is that they hooked up. Because, like, he got rejected by Tara. Yeah. He went home feeling sorry for himself. She's there. And then they hooked up. And then they have that whole morning after conversation where she asks for a second chance. And he says, stay clean for a while. Yeah. But then at the funeral, Tara is there and brings him his cut. And it's clear that, like, they, like, make out at Donna's funeral. Oh, yeah. Funeral. Right in, in- that was so crazy. 
That entire I do not display remember was that super happening. rude. Yeah. Everything he did Shows was really rude. Late. We'll get to it. Okay. Not even it dressed in a white shirt and jeans. Yeah. Where he slept in the cemetery. Yes. And then barfed. and I figured he would have been the first one there, but no, he shows up late with Opie. Makes at a, his side. Makes a. Yeah. No, I mean, he, that's where he should have been. Yes. Yes, he should have. Yeah. yeah. He he shows up, makes a huge scene, and then leaves. Yeah. Like Dr- a drops dick. a flower on the coffin. And then walks away. Yeah. Because he's done with Sam Crow. But then he takes the freaking vest back. Yeah. I know. It's really Which made weird. me really angry. Well, he's really done with Clay, yeah. I think. It's not with the club. But he he's is like, he knows right Clay killed, killed Donna. Donna yes. And he goes to Clay and he says, tell me the truth. Like, whatever it is, I will deal with it one way or the other. And Clay still lies. He, he still says, no, I didn't do it. So that's when Jax is like... I don't trust you at all. And the combination with everything that he's been reading, like, mm. he's so, he's not, he's not having it no. at all well, anymore. Well, we skipped over this, but we should point out that when they visit the Niners in their bar, they go after Happy. Oh, we haven't they skipped. They go after Piney. Yeah, we did. Because oh, we, we just skipped to the funeral. But yeah, yeah. Oh, go well, ahead. Yeah. Secondary concentration. We're going so, back. They catch up with Piney at the bar. Jax manages to defuse the situation. They sit down for a chat where it's basically... Leroy explains that he wouldn't be having this chat if he had killed Donna. He had no reason to. Yeah. Like, well, he's yeah. He says like you know if I wanted you guys dead, I'd go after you. I'm not going to go after your you know wives and families. Yeah. I love that scene, and I again I didn't remember it, so I didn't expect it. But when Jax and Halfsack like disarm Piney, and they sort of have that like they great. give each other a look, and Halfsack's like, Ugh, and he's like pretending to be frustrated, and then he like. Belts Piney in the chest so that he traps the gun. It's it was great. It was a great little great. bit of business. I really love that scene. Uh, yeah, and I mean, they believe him. So this is... Yeah, well, because he's first... telling the truth. Yeah, of course he is. But I they mean... do have a beef going on, obviously, and they say that it's not settled. But it's so obvious. that I think that's where it really takes over and becomes very obvious that Clay is lying. Yeah. For Jackson. For sure. I just want to say that scene with Tara was super creepy, and he says, like, oh, I've slept with hundreds of women yeah, in so the last creepy. ten years, maybe more, and I never see any of their faces. There's only one face I see when I'm inside of someone. Yep. It was, like, it was just two steps And too he far. married yeah. Wendy because he was lonely. Yeah, but, Which you know, sad as it hell. was miserable. And then then they make out. You're, and then he's like, you're, and this is such a constant theme in a lot of shows that we watch, where it's like, you're my chance to start over and to, like, fix my life, where it's like, now my chance is so many back dudes, like, Put that on women. Like, mm-hmm. it's up to you to fix me. Like, no, it's not. She's a fucking doctor. She has things to do with her life besides, like, getting sucked into your insanity, <laughs> your sick baby, your crazy mother. Like, no. She's. But she's also going for it for some reason. Oh, for yeah. Sure. They just have, like, a weird. She's addicted magnetism. to him. Yeah. She's addicted to him. That's 100% for sure. Yeah. She had a great line. She called Gemma uh, Dr. Jekyll and Donna Reed. I thought that was really funny. That's great. Yeah, because she's, like, unpacking Jax's stuff, and then then Gemma finds the manuscript, which is, like, partially burned, and she flips out because she knows Jax has read it, and he's aware of things that she doesn't want him to be aware of. Jax knows something about Donna. Listen to me. He knows everything. This was in one of his boxes. It's what he found in storage when Abel was born. He wrote it all down. All his pathetic hopes and dreams. This is a book 
of failures and fixes. John is speaking to him from the grave. You'll be in hysterical. I told you to nail Jax down. Bring him closer. This is a bunch of words. This is a bunch of sh It means everything to my Jax. I know my son. He is restless, just like his old man. Always looking for something more. The reasons why. This is gonna send him on a destiny run. Reading those secrets. Finding out about the Donna mistake. What happened to John? I cannot do that again. Man that is she reads the whole thing. Was. Yeah, yeah, she does. She yeah. sits down and reads it. Yeah. Had she, do you think she'd read it before? No. No. I don't think so. I don't think she would have read it if she had read it before. Yeah. I think he was hiding that from everybody. And then we find out at the very end of the episode, he sent a copy to Piney. Mm -hmm. And Piney gives it back to Jax. And after... is that, did Piney just pull it out or did he? I think he went to get it. Went he, to get he it. Had it in, in he had He always had it. Yeah. And he, okay. Yeah. yeah, I think he's had it and since he had back read it. then. So yes. Jax I would tries to turn away I from this book so. and it just comes right back yeah. to him like it's a bad It's chasing penny. him in both of these episodes. Uh, there's a Tom Everett Scott cameo. He plays their lawyer. He comes and tells them that uh, Opie is going to get the death penalty for the murder. Um, and Bobby, they're all going to be charged mm -hmm. uh, soon. And then he asks for a retainer for that information, which is really funny. His name's Rosen. doesn't really matter. Uh, so that's when they say, okay, we got to kill this witness. Rats deserve to die, yeah. is what yep. they say. And End of story. Yeah. So they, if Opie goes back to prison, what happens to the kids? Yeah, the kids, who knows? I guess they'd go with Mary, maybe no. Piney. No, they even spell it out. It's like it, they wouldn't go anywhere. They would end up in the system. Yeah, just because, you know, Piney's got a record. Yeah. And What's up with Mary? I, I don't know. Probably I something. know they're divorced, but I'm no, sure that like, she, yeah, who She's knows? probably got a record, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, they go there. And, well, there's there was the scene with um, Charlie Adder, whose name is... Answer. 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 Thank you. Detective answer. Um, that he's saying he's re gonna refuse to not tell Jax anything, but mm -hmm. the other guy, the other cop, does. Yeah, Hale. He basically answer tells Hale like Hale. Okay, Hale tells answer your relationship with Sam Crow, your relationship with Clay is bad. Yeah. And like I, we get that it was like you know it was the lesser of of most evils and they were kind of protecting us, but now it's not working anymore. So yeah. we need to attack these guys. And Unser says, listen, I'm not getting involved in this, but Jax would never hurt Opie. So yeah. if Clay is responsible, Jax doesn't know. So why don't you just let them kill each other? It's basically exactly what he says. Yes. So this yeah. a good plan. Yeah. It and is. that's exactly what Hale does. He talks to Jax and he says, look, I know you and Opie were tight. And then Jax has that uh, terrible line where he's like, well, this is starting to sound gay. Yeah. It was And really it's bad. like, still, they're still throwing these goddamn gay jokes in here. Like, no, just don't. don't. Makes sense for these characters. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. A hundred percent. I just don't like it's, it. Yeah, of course. It makes me not love them as much. <laughs> so, yeah. And they get into the whole thing about that. And that's, I think that's where Jax is really like, you know, he does believe Leroy didn't do it. But yeah. I don't think he believes that... Clay did it until he talks to to Hale. I definitely don't think he even suspected Clay. Yeah, but but after this conversation, like he's sure yeah, of it. Absolutely. And the scene with Leroy was hilarious. And again, another oh. you know, it was frustrating me that Piney kept saying the N word, 
Like I was like literally saying to the TV, like, just please stop doing that. And um, I love Leroy's reaction. Like, you know, that whole deal of you guys walking out and you're alive is over if he says that word one more time. Yeah. And Jax literally turns to Piney, who was like a father to him, who yeah. like practically raised him, and is like, shut the fuck up or I'll kill you. Like, <laughs> Myself. stop. Yeah. Right now. And yeah. it's like, Piney is just devastated by this. Like, he just knows what this is going to do to Opie. And, you know, what it does to Opie is awful <laughs> so they managed to get the uh, case number yes on the file the, number on the uh, witness mm-hmm. uh, but they don't turn over the knife no they, they take it with them that was funny they hold on to it because they're going to keep coming back to yeah. this well they also make a joke about him, I would have been very surprised if they gave uh, it to him getting raped by a big black man named Jojo mm. if they if they turn him in and basically that they say like if we go down you go down because mm-hmm. we're all connected and it's going to be Rico and everybody will go to jail and you're just going to be one of them so like you you're basically one of us now like, yeah. you're you're trapped <laughs> everyone's in bed together just because forever. your daughter got raped at the fair Oh, good disgusting. job congratulations yeah so they uh send tig out and uh who else goes out on they, they go to the safe house where the witness is it's happy tig and, and chibs 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 yeah chibs yeah send them out after the witness hoping to tie this up they uh take out the guards break on in and that's they when they keep discover. them alive though they right? are, yeah they there's did. a whole thing about like no one else dies but the witness and no mistakes like clay is very adamant that things go exactly the way he wants them to which of course they don't because jacks comes running in well and once they get in there and realize that it's a young girl like yeah, a, yeah no, a young but, woman. most of the two of them year old child aren't on board anymore but tig is well, tig gonna is go through soldier, with it so he'll... and he feels responsible well he's also like um when he breaks down about the donna thing Clay says, like, oh, I forget, like, how much I depend on you for this kind of stuff. So he's known as, the, I think it's Sergeant in Arms. Mm-hmm. And basically that means you're, like, the hitman of mm-hmm. the crew. And he's really good at his and job. And that's his job, yeah. yeah. But he also feels responsible for Donna, so he's trying to help Opie. Like, that's why. I think if that situation hadn't happened, he wouldn't be able to do that but he is trying to rectify his other mistake mm-hmm. that hurt someone he cares about even though that person was the person he was going to kill in the first place and like, <laughs> what has changed like why are they still going to try to kill Opie do they still think he was a rat um, they don't know any other no, information no 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 Unser came to Clay and cleared it up he explained to Clay that uh, uh, Stahl was framing Opie I missed that entirely it didn't happen in the finale maybe that was oh, on I'm the previously on yeah they definitely know that it was a setup. Sorry, I should point out, I've seen the first season before. Yeah, so, and the second season. And the third. Yeah, uh, Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, well, they're aware of it. So they, they, they get stopped at the witness's house. They're arguing over this, and uh, Jax arrives. Yes, yeah, happy that scene where he's like, I'll do it, bro. Like... <laughs> He's like, I can kill anyone, you know, no problem whatsoever. And uh, Tig's like, no, man, it's on me. I'll do it. And then he's like apologizing as he's about to like shoot her in the face, which was really sad. Yes, it was. Yeah. They built that up too. It was really bad. 
She was so scared. Yeah. Like, you should have just taken her out of her misery, like, immediately when she wasn't expecting it. Yeah, she was super scared. But it was good that they waited, I suppose. Terrified. We also didn't talk about Clay and Gemma have that whole conversation about how I can't do what we did with JT again, not with not with Jax, basically, is what she's saying. And then he is, like, total asshole to her and is like, you know, this is your fear and your history. And she, like, waits for him to leave. And then she's like, you're losing control, just like he did. Just like he did. <laughs> I was like, that was kind of soap up. <laughs> you know, like, talking to yourself about everybody's downfall out loud. Oh, crazy. Anyway, so Jax is super pissed. He, like... He's a he was a bitter grieving coward is what she calls John. Oh. Bitter grieving coward. Yeah, well they mentioned that that one of his brothers um one of the fellow sons died and that really mm. changed him. Losing his best like basically his Opie. Yeah. is what sent him on this other path of like this is not the way to do things. No. We need to we need to make some changes. But Gemma was super not on board with that and that's sort of like where the rift happened and that's like you know she sees She's so obsessed with people's weakness, like, yeah, and how, what she perceives to be weakness. It's very, ugh, it's very intense. She's sure. a true gang boss. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she's definitely the, you know, the real leader, the real person pulling the strings a lot of the time, mm-hmm. which is really just crazy that you could be like a mom and this loving person and she's, you know, the caretaker. And like she's she said, you know, Dr. Jekyll and, and Donna Reed, like, it's just... It's two sides to, like, one person. It's crazy. And then there was also this incredibly confusing scene between Wendy and Gemma at the house with Abel, and then Tara shows up and sits down with that them. That was so awkward. I'm like, what That's in the world is happening so here? Why are any awkward. of these women together in a room? Yeah, well, Tara and why all, all three of them? Mrs. Abel, so that's why she comes over. And I wonder how long Abel was... He's just gotten out of the hospital. Just... She's been taking care of him this whole time. We never even talked. Like, we have no idea the timeline between these two episodes. I have no idea yeah. how much time has passed. It's, it's uh... not like a few weeks. No, it's more than that. It's, it's a few months. But the I baby think. was still very He's small. Very small, but he was a preemie. Yeah, so he was. He was like always 10 super weeks, small. So he would have been in that incubator for you know six Quite, to eight weeks at least. Yeah. So I think it's been uh, several months. It's hard to I tell think. again because it's California, so the seasons never change. It, it felt to me at least like half a year had passed, but then the baby is no, small. half a year's way too, and he just got home. Yeah, like, but he was just. very sick. Yeah, I would say yeah, it's probably. So, like three or four three or four months maybe have gone by since the first episode so that's a neat scene it sets up all of Jax's uh all the women who love Jax the most are all in one room together they all yeah, kind of hate each other such a weird scene they sure do and it's so uncomfortable and that's really all we see of it right it's yeah. like yeah Jax um tells Clay like I came to you and you promised me Opie was safe like again another lie right like and then he just directly went after him even though he promised Jax that, oh, like, because, you know, they, they knew that Stahl was setting Opie up as a rat, and they tried to, you know, mm-hmm. like, they knew what Clay would do. So then, you know, like, it's not true. They tried to tell him it's not true. And he still tried to have him killed. It's like, ugh, he's so paranoid. Yeah. So paranoid. So, yeah, Jack shows up. He bursts in. He says, you know, you kill her, I kill you, to Tig. They get into an insane Fight. Like that was a brutal fight. In yes, the it was very violent. I wrote down that he beats the shit out of Tig. Yeah, he, it, well, they definitely. sort of beat the shit out of each other. Like, yes, even they the do. next day when we see him wake up, he's like all bloody and 
I feel like I feel like at first he got all the hits in, but then it ended up being a more even fight. Yeah, and then they, he walks away, and and then we have the sexiest Jack scene of all, where he like sleeps outside of a crypt, gets hammered, barfs everywhere. It's so charming. And then you the very again confusing scene where he takes the blanket back to what cemetery blanket girl yeah who has his sweater on for who some is, reason who is so. I this think that's just a homeless person that is going to be a donut with question. a cart full of blankets sleeping want... in a cemetery yep great yeah um, we're gonna talk all about it don't worry yeah okay <laughs> so uh yeah and then we that's it we just talked about the final scene he shows up at the funeral late he makes out with tara who brings him his cut in front of wendy wendy and... cries you can see her actually crying about that well, not the yeah, death of exactly because she's asked for a second chance and he said maybe and then he yeah goes to then his father's grave he no it's his brother's it's his brother was yeah. who, was the crypt his father it's hard to tell the crypt yes they're all both buried there no, I, I, don't I don't think, think his dad's I think the I think the crypt was just a random yeah, crypt it yeah, was it's, but it's in the cemetery where they're both buried all right and, and his brother his Patmos. brother we learned was also a veteran the whole Thomas Thomas yeah. mm-hmm. the whole field was veterans yes. yes they're both buried in in a in a vets and i cemetery. wonder like how many of them how many of sam crows were in the army the originals were all they're all vietnam vets ah yes and right now i think half sacks the only one we know of for sure for sure yeah. uh i think juice too might have been might have served i can't remember now yeah yeah, and I then mean, uh, Piney are... shows up. She he oh, yeah, we, once we are... again gives Jax a copy of the manuscript. Says that there's it's time for a change. It's enough enough. Was there a scene between Piney and Clay again that made him change? Well, there was the scene where Piney brings out the copy and and was like to my oldest and dearest dearest and wisest friend. Yeah, yes. he reads the inscription. Yeah, from JT, and that's when we get to hear JT's voiceover for the first time. I think. I don't yeah, think it happens in the pilot. No, right? it didn't. Yeah, it is a frequent. They use it a lot. Mm-hmm. And also, that's that was also the second to last scene where we Clay can't squeeze his hand. I don't know if there were any indications beforehand that he had arthritis. They never talk about it, to my knowledge. It could have occurred during, but this is at least hinting at it for the second season. Yeah, yeah, no, but like that was for me the first sign that showed that he had something. Right, they didn't talk about it in the pilot. I don't think no, so. No, it doesn't come up in the. Pilot. I don't think it comes up ever. And in, well, in either of the episodes, talks, Gemma talks about like when he can't ride anymore. He can't ride anymore. Yeah, they, I think they make a lot of references to it in the pilot, but maybe you guys they're, just they're didn't notice. That's they're very simple. Him just like looking at his hands and and like you know just going like this a lot kind of thing. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, that was the first time I really noticed you it. Give it me was a very second. Intense. I can go through my notes because I did write it down and I. Thought I saw that it was in here. Talk amongst yourselves. Mm. Any last thoughts about the finale before I ask you a couple of donut questions? You answered some of them already, so it's not going to be. That's all right. There's nothing really to talk. We talked about how nicely they the finale and the pilot tie up together. Yeah. They share a lot of imagery. Uh, <laughs> the the final family shot of was Jacks so at the again. gravestone with the manuscript and Gemma and Clay looking on. Okay, so there's a scene when uh, they're in Gemma and Clay's house in the pilot. When you first see the bird, the like cockatoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just wrote bad hands. So right. I don't know what happened, but they were having a conversation about it. Or, and he was like or maybe icing them or something when they were in bed together. Something. something. And then that's when they had the whole conversation about how Tommy's death made John shift. And that, that was the nail Jack's down hard conversation. Right. Okay. So yeah. it was definitely referenced in the pilot because I for sure remember noticing it. 
but it's not super obvious. Again, it's like all those little gestures and clues that are buried in there slowly figure things out. Right. Okay. All right, so donut question. Yeah, let's let's start theory. with the homeless woman. All right. Do you have any theories about what that scene was about or why she was there? I will tell you she appears in 10 episodes of the show. All right. I was going to say if that was her first introduction, that is one of the most random things I have ever seen on television. It's not the first time you see her in season one. I, we didn't I, see her in the pilot. No. No, but it certainly seemed like they knew each other. Or somehow what had some well, contact in the past. Well, it's not the first the time we've seen her, so... Sorry, sorry, in the first season. Yeah, but that so... doesn't mean that's the first time Jax hasn't seen her, right? No, it doesn't, we've but seen I... her. No, no, I, I thought... Uh, well, I don't want to say anything. Well, it's a question. Do you know the answer? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. I remember, like I've read before, when I was first watching the series, I remember reading that she was symbolic possibly of Jesus, but I didn't quite buy into it at that's the time. That's a joke as, uh, that Sutter makes because okay. he got so sick of answering <laughs> that like, question. What's up with the homeless woman? Yeah. Exactly. It, but it is revealed in a later season who and what she is because you see her twice in first season, first season twice in the second season. You see her once in season three in Ireland. That's oh very God! Interesting. A ghost. That's very interesting. Oh my goodness. Point to Saskia. She is in fact a ghost. A ghost. She's the ghost of Emily. Emily Putner is her name. She was killed in the semi-accident that mm-hmm. killed John Teller. Oh. Was yeah. she also on the bike? Or she, nope. She was in a car. It was a whole pileup okay. of murder. Interesting. And she appears either to Jax or to Gemma when they are basically in crisis. Oh, Jesus. And she never, to my, nope, that's not my true. I was going to say she never talks, but she does She does talk. Not to them. Uh, I'm going to have to go find like a YouTube compilation of her appearances yeah. now. It's amazing. Yeah. Really All right. Cool. Saskia wins that one because she was the first one to say the word ghost. Ghost. Whoa, it's ha- a ghost. It's another Hamlet. Wait, title. wait, wait. What? Ah. Okay. Paper. Paper. Something. A ghost. White out. It's white out. Is it? Paper. White out. I can't. I never remember the one. It's a ghost. A ghost. It's from Friends. I see. Yes. Such a funny episode. It's one of the best. I don't love most of the later episodes. That's one of the later episodes. I I cry laughing every time I see that happen. It is so incredibly funny. Okay. So that is the deal with the homeless girl. Yay. The ghost who Kurt Sutter claims is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. But we think he's kidding about that. He must be. Okay, I want to ask you, where is Rodrigo? In the pilot, the very first scene, they mentioned there was a watchman at the gun place that exploded. Yeah, Yeah. and they say... Oh, yeah, where's Rodrigo? Yeah, and then we never find out. So where do you guys think he is? Uh, I assume he's dead. Though... Rodrigo may have um, flipped and helped the Mayans. Okay. You That's think my answer. He's on Team Mayan. You think Team Maybe. Mayan killed him? Yeah. Okay. Piers is right. Yes. They killed Rodrigo. They dump his body in Charming, which leads Hale to discover the bodies of the two women that were burned in the fire. Oh, but they don't mention that? Well, you would see it in episode two. But Oh, <laughs> but they mentioned the, the, we find the, the people that died in the fire. Yeah. So it already happened at that point, but they didn't mention but it. Hale hadn't found the body. No one. Oh, knew it was about Hale wasn't bodies. in the pilot. Yeah, Correct. exactly. Correct. There we go. He wasn't there. Sorry. 
what happened to JT? He's oh wait, the father, his Jax's father. dad. Yeah, we know Jonathan he was killed by a Keller. semi. There's a lot of talk in the episode about about what happened. Do you guys have any guesses about like was that a genuine accident? Did he commit suicide? Was he potentially murdered somehow? Well, or... I'm definitely leaning towards potentially murdered by both Clay and her. But I also feel like the, uh, that is one of the questions that doesn't get answered over the series. Uh, it doesn't get answered in the first season. Only not okay. So I didn't expect to ever. But I'm gonna say. Well, you also mentioned that someone else died in this accident. So was the. Uh, yeah, I think the semi truck driver died too. Maybe not. I don't know. I was gonna say maybe the truck was driverless. No, a driverless. Definitely had a driver. Yeah. A driverless this semi. Is like in the eighties. That would be a hell of a twist. Uh, well, while you consider, 90s. I'm going with definitely murdered, um, just on the basis of the conversations that Clay and Gemma have in the pilot and the finale. Yes. Like they seem guilt ridden. I it definitely. Well, no, I don't think they're not guilty about the death. I think they're they, they're glad they got away with it. But, but I'm not aware sure how of their guilt is what I mean. How you would have murdered somebody by having a accident that was clearly an accident well what could you do roads you can manipulate the road or, or the bike <laughs> there we go you got all there right. <laughs> all right well i'm gonna give you both a point for that technically it's revealed that clay tampered with jt's bike at Gemma's express request son of a bitch causing the accident which killed him and the our, our homeless lady but then later in another further on season Jax is told by someone that knew JT very well mm -hmm. that he would know immediately if there was a problem with his bike and it's his opinion that JT killed himself because he saw what was happening with the Gemma Clay him situation and chose the to give up basically to just stop fighting back. Mm. I probably he saw the writing on the wall basically that they were trying to have him murdered yeah. <laughs> and decided that it was best for the club if he just went along with oh, it. Oh yeah, but that's died. But he's also so that, it's never yeah. confirmed either way. I mean, Jax and Gemma were trying to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't believe that they succeeded, that 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 it was his choice. But that's, like, there's no way to know, basically, right? Yeah. There's no I, way to I know. I mean, it would have, he'd A, be abandoning Jax. I, I yes. feel like he doesn't seem like the kind of person who would just give up. Also, but I don't know anything We, we really don't yet. know him, exactly, yeah. right? We, we don't know, know what him. his, like, state of mind is. Yeah. And then, again, you get much deeper into his background and everything that was going on in their lives back then in season three when they're in Ireland. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and but I've watched the entire series, and I can't say for sure. To be honest, again, I tend to believe the Gemma and Clay murdered him yeah. situation, yeah. but it's it's a valid point that he knew if that, you if you knew that bike, and it's the bike that's in the shop. You see him touch it in the yeah. pilot. Um, it seems very unlikely he, that Jack something Jack's rebuilt the bike after that the accident. Familiar with you wouldn't. But then, but yeah, it also seems unlikely. I I don't know. It that's that's a he said she said yeah. situation. We'll never get anywhere. All we know is that Clay and Gemma, Gemma were, were involved. For sure, trying. Okay. Next question. Okay. Who did Tara kill with Jax? That's one hell oh, of a question. Yeah. And Piers knows the answer. I think. I 
don't. Oh, there we go. All right, best guess gets the point. Saskia, you're currently winning by one point. Am I? Yes. I feel like we're tied. Oh, maybe you're tied, 2-2. You're right. Yeah, we are. So this is the deciding question. Oh, God. Uh, Will? Question number five. I'll take a guess. I will guess it's a character we met in... We did not meet in the pilot. Nope. Or in the finale. Or in the finale, so it's a complete mystery. Definitely an actor Uh, from The Shield. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and just... uh, I think it was probably someone who was blackmailing Tara, maybe assaulted Tara. Guessing Jax got involved and... uh, like, I'm guessing Jax committed the murder. It was Jax who did. I think, like, the way it was worded, I rewinded this scene and I couldn't actually hear what she was saying. It was like, you... So another one of those shows where there's a lot of mumbling going on. I, there was I a actually couple... Went... I tried to catch the name of the person that Opie and Bobby were accused of I murdering. Have it. Is it Hepner? It's Hefner? Hefner. I looked Hefner. it up. I couldn't find it anywhere. With I was Hefner's trying to find out, murder. Like, who did they kill again? I can't remember. Yeah. Where is this scene? Chicago, Chicago. Here. Um, I wrote down this is what I thought you got away with murder what does that make me I think she said we got away she with said murder we got away with murder but what does that make me that doesn't make sense after that question well I think it's that that's part of his life it's like, not a part of hers no like, it, yeah so even if she wasn't even if she wasn't holding the weapon she's still complicit in it which is enough to right. be hurting and also like not her. confessing that it happened I guess covering it up yes yeah which, I mean, like, by the end of that series, the number of things she's fucking covered up is, like, bananas. So she should just stop talking now. Yeah. Okay, so your so, final answer is that you think Jax killed this person. Mm-hmm. Do you have any guesses? So Pierce thinks it's someone that either was blackmailing Tara or assaulting her? I you know, someone who's harassing her, maybe someone who attacks her. Like, I, I'm trying to think of why Jax would kill... Like, because Tara doesn't have any criminal connections outside of the club. That's the thing. Really. And does it have to do with just the two of them? Which doesn't seem to be I'm, what like, I'm leaning towards. That's why I think it's something where Jax gets brought into this situation. So it's not someone that I, the rest I'm going to say knows. it's related to the club still. Okay. I think it's mostly related to Tara. I think it's Tara's business that <laughs> Jax gets brought in. Amazing. Okay, well, weirdly, you're both sort of right, but oh, I'm no. going to give the donut to Pierce. Yes! Yes! Uh, the person, uh, his name is Josh. He's an ex-boyfriend of Tara's, but he also happens, which is like a weird coincidence that I think doesn't really work, to work for the ATF, So, which is the that is a Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms Bureau. He takes time off work, unbeknownst to them. He's in Charming. He thinks that he's there, there, he's there officially investigating them. But he's actually stalking Tara and, like, investigating them, like, illegally, sort of. Like, mm-hmm. not because he's supposed to be, but right. because he, like, doesn't like Jax. He ends up going, like, basically crazy, and he tries to rape Tara. I was gonna say something about rape, but I'm like, no, yeah. she doesn't seem... She grabs his gun, shoots him in the stomach, Oof. and then calls Jax for help. Jax shows Why up. Why wouldn't she call the cops? Jax tells her to call the cops... That's a completely reasonable situation to be in. Jax tells her to call the cops, let them sort it out. She hasn't done anything wrong. She's all she's done is defend herself. Mm-hmm. And this is America. You can and stand your alive? ground. Is he still, still alive? alive? Okay, so he. So she could have even possibly then, gotten help at that. Then point. the dude, the ATF dude, calls Tara a biker slut, and Jack shoots him in the head. <sighs> 
The end. The end. Jax, <laughs> getting pissed off again. Yes. So oh technically, I, I would say it's more through Tara, even though it does it sort of involve the club. The club actually never really gets him. Well, they do know he's there, and he's yeah. sort of like an annoyance, but he's not um, technically supposed to even be investigating them. He's no. like following Jax around and taking photos of him doing bad things and then showing them to Tara. And she doesn't care because she knows he does bad things. And uh, then, yeah, he gets frustrated and just, like, tries to make her have sex with him. Awesome. And then she shoots him, but he's fine. And uh, then Jax kills him for calling her a biker slut. I think her character is my biggest problem. Well, my only problem, really. She's, I got a love-hate relationship with her. She's just extremely... She's from Mad Men. Yes, I recognized her from somewhere. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Uh, what uh, What is it you don't Maggie like Siff. about her? Maggie Siff. She's a great actress. Yeah. But, but it's her just... character is very frustrating and and like just questionable. Like the, all of the decisions What is she, she doing makes. there? Exactly. It doesn't yeah. seem she like a person. She came back for him. She came back for him. That's who why should... she's there. Yeah. Someone who can make it. Someone who can become a doctor. She doesn't seem to in any way be part of this world. There are or a fit lot into this world. of convenient connections that happen in this show that sort of frustrate me. Like you end up finding out her boss is like a real problem that comes and goes. But it turns out she also used to date a guy in a biker gang and yeah. also has a crazy tattoo. And it's just like it's too many like connections that are like mm, no. The other thing I wanted to say was like I totally forgot about half sack. Yeah. He's not there for long. Mm. Spoiler alert. And Johnny Lewis was an incredible actor who died horribly. Oh. What? And the circumstances are even more horrible. And I just, no. I like forgot. And then I was so sad. I texted Steph last night. I was like, I forgot about Hapsack. And I don't even want to think about it. It's like, so anyways, he, yeah. Wait, is that, is that why he's not, is that why he left the show? No, it was. Okay, yeah, it they was gave him an outro. He had a, after, I remember. Yeah, he, it was after he was gone. He asked to leave the show. He wasn't happy. Oh. He was obviously struggling with a lot of, of mental illness, and he was so, he was on the OC as well for years, and he was just like one of those kids where like you could just see the light, you know? It was like, you've got something, you um, know? Yeah. And he is great in Sons in the first two seasons. Just like oh. absolutely spectacular. And it was just, when he died, I was just like, oh, so awful, like, Obviously needed help, but then again, it's like you almost can't feel sorry for him because he like took someone else's life, yeah, who was doing nothing to him. Like yeah. it was just paranoid delusions. And on that note, let's uh, let's yeah. pick our next show, let's guys. Next show. I'm sorry, I, I should have brought that up at the beginning, not at the end. That's, oh, that's such all a right. downer. That's, that's all right. Okay, but we still, you know, he's there, and we get to see his amazing work and and like a happier time in his life when. Yeah, he left behind this, at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Oh. Okay, so our next show is going to be our first season two episode. Yeah. Let's pick season a good one. Season two, episode one. Okay, let me uh, see where the numbers are, and you guys okay. let me know what you want. You tell me. It is one is and 991. Oh, that's the donut for you. Yes. Which Congratulations. Donut we make this week? What is this? It's the same one as last time. It's the uh, apple pie one. Oh, I was hoping Saskia might win it. She was so sad she didn't get the apple pile one last time. I don't remember that we had this one. Yeah, you were mad that you lost because it was apple pie. And it's apple pie is the greatest. Yeah, now you've lost two in a row. It's okay, but I, I, it's the creme brulee donut time, is my favorite from them, and they don't they don't sell that one anymore. Yeah, they didn't have any other ones that looked more interesting, so I thought, well, I'll just get the same one again because <laughs> Saskia really wanted it, and she didn't get it. Now she doesn't get it again. No. It's like... Your life is terrible. It's okay. Okay. All right, one in 991.
Oh, man. I'm going to go with 22. I was, I'm going with 15. Okay. I have rearranged the list so it's not all the good stuff at the top again this time. I was going 15 and 22. Yes, please. 15 is a comedy called A Minute with Stan Hooper. God damn it. 2003. I don't want what that. What is that? I have no idea. Wait, does it list the uh, Fox. network? Fox. It's on Fox. Stan Hooper sounds familiar. Is that like a Family Guy spinoff or something? Um, I'm taking a look right now. No, oh. I don't know what it is. It just really rings a bell. And then 22. Adventure Time with Finn and Jake. Hey, we're doing it. Whoa. That's the second, second time, time we've picked oh, it. I am yeah. so happy. That's a great one to open with. All right, Adventure Time it is. We'll probably end up watching a couple of episodes because they're short Two ones. and two? Yeah. First two and last two. Oh, um, A Minute with Stan Hooper, 2003 till question mark? Yeah. Let's see. It's got Norm MacDonald in the lead. Oh. Ian Miller. No one seems to have written a summary. That is not still on for sure. No, that was a no, one, it's thirteen one episodes season wonder. Only. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do Adventure Time with Finn and Jake. Absolutely. That'll be great. That's a great show, and, and it's very short. It must be Destiny. We've picked it twice two times now. in one season. Nah, so many coincidences. Brilliant. Heck. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to season one of TV Donut. I hope you've enjoyed our ups and downs. Yeah. Or lefts and rights. Mm-hmm. Our our circles with the and, holes uh, in the middle. Season two will be uh, the greatest thing you'll ever hear. Yes. yes. I mean, it's only going to get better yeah. every single time, right? It's it a little easier each week. So yeah. keep checking in. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, and on Facebook. Watch and, the uh, first and last episode of Adventure Times with uh, Finn and Jake. Yeah. Yeah, you guys should watch it too. And uh, see you in the new year. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.